the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The God who restores, he brings restoration of all things. 1 Peter 1, 5 to 10. 1 Peter 1, 5 to 10. Maybe you can turn there today with me, if you will. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Praise God. And it says, But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion and power forever and forever. Amen. He is the God of restoration. Oh, God wants to show you something so important today, something that maybe you've experienced or maybe you know someone who's going through a difficult circumstance right now or someone who's lost a lot of things in their life. And maybe it's been you, but he is the God of restoration. And that's what we're talking about today. He is a mighty God of restoration. Satan will try to steal from the remnant. He will try to steal your house, your money, your husband, your wife. He'll try to steal even your mind, your children. He'll try to steal your joy and your peace. I tell you, Satan is the one, the thief who comes to steal and to destroy John 10, 10. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it to the full. Job 20 and 15 with Satan. He will cause him to swallow up the riches that he has devoured. God will make his stomach vomit it up, the word of the Lord says. Satan always swallows the things of God. He's always attempting to swallow the things of God's children. Job 20, 18 to 19. What he toils so that the enemy, what he's stolen, he must give it and give it back uneaten. He will not enjoy the profit from his trading. He oppressed Job and he left him destitute. He thought he had caused his house, his house that he did not build. Satan tried to take that very house that he did not build. He tries to rob. The Bible talks about in first Job in the land of Oz, that there was a righteous man. Oh, we know that the story of Job is so amazing, but there is a Christ who we are held blameless. Those that walk upright 
before him. Respect and reverence to shun evil is only when we receive the word in our hearts, not in our mouth, not in our mind, but in our heart. David said, I have hidden your word in my heart. Psalms 119. This is respect and shunning evil. You can't avoid sin unless the word is in your heart. David said that some people, he was saying some have information in their mind, but not in their mouth, not in their heart. Why? Because when the word is in your heart, then there is substance, the substance of what? The substance to shun evil. Proverbs 1, 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord to hate evil, pride and arrogance and any evil way. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9 and 10, the knowledge of the Holy One, the knowledge and understanding. When we fear him, we will have wisdom and knowledge and understanding. The fear of the Lord is shunning evil. We only have this when the word is in our heart. First, the enemy will try to steal from the one who loves God. He'll try to steal your business because he wants to steal your finances so that you don't have an offering to give to God. So that's the first thing that he will try to steal. He first thing he stole from Job was his oxen. That was his business. He stole his oxen. And then he stole his sheep. He stole the camel. And everything that the enemy was stealing, Job would still bring an offering to God. This is the fear of the Lord and shunning evil. His oxen and his donkey stolen. The sheep burned and consumed. The camel taken away. His business, he took business only one by one. But Job gave an offering to God as his business is taken away. That he still gave an offering, a sacrifice under God. Your money is important to Satan. He wants to steal it so that you cannot give an offering. You cannot make a sacrifice to God. So the first thing he tried to take away was his business. And then his children, Job gives another offering. What did Job do in the midst of trial? Job chapter one, verse 20 to 22. Job one, chapter one, verse 20 to 22. Then Job arose and he rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down on the ground and worshiped and said, Naked I came into my mother's womb and naked I shall return. Tither the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job did not sin nor charge God foolishly. He humbled himself. He shaved his head. He's humbling himself and he fell to the ground in worship. And he said, naked I came to my mother's womb. But he praised God. The difference to worship and to praise. Worship is is giving an offering. It's, it's giving something to God. But praise, we know it's to, he said nothing bad about God. He didn't sin. He didn't criticize God. He didn't open his mouth and have a spiritual death. Only to spiritual good, to life which is good. No sin came out of his mouth. This is a satanic attack. Satan himself is attacking Job. Satan put a seed in Job's thought, and it's that the enemy, it's the enemy who took what Job had, but he put a seed in Job's mind to think that it was God that was taking these things away from him. But God never takes what he gives. Romans 11 and 29 for God gives what God gives is irrevocable. It can't be changed. It can't be reversed. 
He can't take it back. He can't reverse it. He can't recover it. God is showing it's under Satan. Job is under Satan's attack. Job said, God gave and God taketh away. But that's the seed that Satan had put in Job's mind. Job 2 and 7, why can Satan ever enter the presence of God? Why is he able to go before God and accuse Job? Because Adam gave his power over to Satan so Satan could go into the presence of God. And Satan told him about God said, have you considered my servant Job? Oh, I'll tell you, Job was upright before God. Satan wanted God to strike Job down, but God refused. He is in your hand, but spare his life. Satan tried to stir up God. When trials happen, the enemy will come against your business, your children, your body. When the boils came on Job's body, he took a piece of pottery and he scraped himself when his body was covered with boils. And his wife said, curse God and die. And Job said, foolish woman. He refused to do that. Although Job didn't completely understand God and he thought that his troubles were coming from God, he did not curse him. He didn't really believe that cursing God would be the right thing to do. We will take God's good, he said, but we will not take the trouble that he sends. Job doesn't quite understand what's going on. He doesn't quite understand and see God correctly. He thinks that God has brought trouble upon him. John 1, 3 to 8. The one who does what is sinful is the devil. He sinned from the beginning. The word of the Lord says, Jesus came to destroy his works. Satan will attack you, your business, your children. He'll try to put a thought in your mind that it's God has taken something away from you. What God gives is irrevocable. He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. He is always the same. He is the God of restoration, afflicted in your body. Maybe trouble has come in your life. But as you pray and believe God, know that he is the God that restores. Job had to come to a new understanding. Job realized that he spoke something that he shouldn't have said. And so he repented when he realized that God is bigger than his problem. When we repent and we realize that we go through circumstances and it's God that brings us out. It's God that's bigger than our circumstance, no matter what it is that we're facing. We must not empower our problem or our circumstance above God. We must humble ourselves and repent, allowing God to restore us. The first commandment, of that God has for each of us is that we love the Lord our God with all our heart and with all our soul, with all of our strength, with all of our mind. Nothing is supposed to be above God to a child of God. So we meditate. But when we meditate on our circumstance, on the problem, we are making our circumstance bigger than God. Then God isn't as big as our problem. Second Corinthians 10 and 5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We are to cast down those imaginations, anything that exalts itself higher than God and bring thoughts into obedience. What is vain imaginations? Satan put them 
in Job's mind. He'll try to put vain imaginations in our mind so that we think that God is doing something evil to us. And that begins to overwhelm our minds. And then we find ourselves in anxiety and fear. Job, Job exalted what the enemy was doing, even though he didn't realize it. But God did not take away his business or his children, his finances. Job exalted what Satan did in his mind. And so Satan exalted what he had done. And he began to think that God took it away. As Satan planted that seed of trouble in his mind that God had done. Oh, God still restored Job. Job fell before God and he repented when he understood that it wasn't God who was doing these things to him. Job said, I have seen, I have heard of you with the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. When he realized that it wasn't God doing this to him, Job thought that he knew God, but he humbled himself. And when we humble ourselves, we see God. We see how big he is. We see how great he is. And then we have to repent and know that God is higher than our problem. He's bigger than our problem. God told Job's friend to go to Job and they offered a sacrifice and Job prayed for them. And Job's captivity was released. God will cause those that come against you to say they're sorry and they'll have to repent. God will cause your enemies to repent, but you must forgive and pray for them. And God will bring restoration. He is the God that restores. Ecclesiastic says, if a sinner becomes wealthy, God will take it away and give it to those that please him. Praise God. Oh, God is a God of restoration. He wants to restore everything that the enemy has stolen from you. It's a promise that he will restore. He said, after a little while, though you may have suffered, he will restore you. He will strengthen you. God will put you in a large place. He will enlarge your territory and take you further. He'll take you further in Christ than you ever dreamed that you could go. God wants to empower you. He doesn't want us to exalt anything above the knowledge of God. Whenever the circumstance causes fear and anxiety and stress and strain and worry, then we are exalting it higher than God and it becomes our God. Then it's Lord over us and we submit and we bow to it. We bow to that fear. We respond to that fear. That fear begins to guide our actions. Then it's exalted above God. The Corinthians tells us to cast down those imaginations. They're vain imaginations. They're not higher than God. Nothing is higher than your God. And when you cast down those imaginations, God is exalted higher than your circumstance, anxiety and worry. That tormenting spirit of fear, that stronghold is broken and restoration begins to flood into your life as you fall before the Lord and repent. Remember Job repented. He shaved his head and he repented. Oh, we bless God's holy name. He is the God of restoration. He wants to restore you. Praise him. That's our message for today. And we have a guest with us today. And her name is Tori. And we want to tell you just a little bit about Prayers Heard in Heaven. Joan is here today with me in the studio. And we just want to tell you about Prayers Heard in Heaven. 
You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Tori, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you so much, uh, Valerie, for having me on the, today. I'm here. Praise Him. Tori, would you tell us just a little bit about your experience with Prayers Heard in Heaven since you've been with the prayer ministry and what you've seen? Yes, ma'am, I sure will. Oh, my gosh. Um, I started um, listening on the line in May of last year. I believe my sister gave me the information, and the very first night it was... It was very eye-opening, almost shocking to know that there there are actually people who are genuinely praying mm. for you and um, for for the world, for this nation. And it was it was so breathtaking and so encouraging. I couldn't not go on the line again. So I, <laughs> I got in a habit of making sure that I was on the line at that particular time. I may have I may have gotten late, but I came on to listen every night and every other night and I would give the information to my friends and you know have them to try to come on as well but I have seen God do miracles I have seen prayers answered on such a high scale I've seen miracles after miracles I've just witnessed so much as wow. um, as a result of being a part of this prayer ministry I can remember specifically, this was something I was praying for a long time ago before I actually started being a, a, a part of the prayer ministry. Uh, I was praying for God to, to cancel a debt for me. Hmm. And I remember um, Minister Valerie was telling us about sowing seeds, about sowing seeds into the ministry. I'm like, okay, well, I sowed a $100 seed into Prayers Heard in Heaven's ministry, but nobody knew that I had been praying about this debt that I wanted God to cancel. Nobody knew that but me and God. I didn't even tell my husband because it was a debt that I had before I got married. But it was a very large amount. And while being with the uh, with prayers heard in heaven, the Holy Spirit told me that I was going to be faced with the decision to cancel someone else's debt. Well, I knew that nobody else owed me that much money. So <laughs> it came up. <laughs> it came up that my... My ch- my child's father had owed back payment for child support in the amount it may be it may have been a few hundred dollars off from what I was asking God oh, to my goodness. to um, cancel, and so when that came up, I knew it was God. But mm. um, Dad called me and and he had gone through cancer and you know had gone through chemo had lost one of his lungs he had gone through a whole lot oh. so i knew he couldn't he couldn't just bear the burden of child support along with all the doctor bills and all that so the holy spirit already prompted my heart to go ahead and and agree to cancel it when he called so when he called i already knew what he was calling for and i said well uh, let me let me pray about it and I already knew what to do, but I just wanted him to, you know, give, give him a minute to <laughs> think about what he was asking me. Mm-hmm. So um, long story short, I went ahead and um, called him back and told him that the Holy Spirit had already told me that he was going to call to and to cancel that debt. And oh, I agreed sorry. to cancel that debt. 
And if I tell you that that $100 seed that I sowed opened the avenue for God to do what I needed him to do for me since oh. I was obedient to what he told me to do. So the <laughs> me me being a part of this ministry has has given me so much growth. I appreciate the fact that it's not a social club or a little clique where we get on and chit-chat about stuff. This is sincere prayers that are being brought to the altar, heard by God, and answered by God. Mm. And it's just so amazing. So many different so many different prayers have been answered since I've been on and just being a part of it and witnessing, it's just strengthened my faith in God and knowing that there is not one thing that I ask God for, as long as it's consistent with his word, that he will not do. So it's given us opportunities to, you know, uh, increase our prayer life and even given us opportunities to to speak on the line, you know, just to bring forth what God has given us in our heart to say to encourage the other people who are on the line. So it's just been a, a huge, huge blessing. And uh, Minister Valerie is, oh, my gosh, just, just as caring and loving and has a big, gigantic heart that she has a concern for everyone that's on that line. There's not one person on the line that she doesn't know and that she doesn't care about, that she'll stop what she's doing and make a phone call to see how you are. If there's an issue that you're having, she's going to call you and she's going to pray with you. And, wow, what what love. Amazing. It's, it's been amazing. Very life-changing. I'm so, I'm so thrilled and so pleased to be a part of such a growing and such a fervent prayer ministry. You couldn't be more right about about Valerie. She is so very yeah. caring. She's like that. She always. I've been with her for twenty five years, and I can vouch for what uh-huh. you're saying. I've been there, right by her side, and witnessed yeah. it. But it's been really neat having you and your other family members oh, with yes. us. You've made it a family well, affair. You. It has been. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's been really amazing. Just thank and. You. You're one of our songbirds. Uh, she's one of our l- ladies that will speak up and, and sing on the line, a cappella, yes, and ma'am. beautifully, beautifully. She's really blessed us. Thank you. Praise and thank That's my gift for God. Yes, it is a gift. It's a beautiful gift. Thank you, Tori. Thank you, Joan, for your kind words. God is so good to us. Thank you both. Thank you so much. You know, Tori, so maybe you can explain to them what we're talking about on the line. What's on the line? <laughs> maybe you know. Oh, talking, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe you can tell them. Yeah, we're, we're talking about, we have a prayer conference call from 630 every morning and then at 815 in the evenings. And on the line is just what I mean. We're we're on the telephone, and we are literally praying for every prayer request that has been brought forth, mm. and even things that we hear about in the media, you know, that may be detriment to the, you know, that impact our community and impact our cities and our states. Uh, we we come together and pray about everything, everything. And we have seen God's hand move on situations that we've prayed about. 
Yeah, yes. So we're on the conference line. He said, uh, so as Tori said, 6.30 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Monday. Through Monday. We're on there seven <laughs> days a week. Saturday. Yeah, we're on there seven, yeah, days, seven a week. days a week. Seven days right. a week, twice a day. Only God himself could do that. Joan, do you want to give our phone number? Sure, it's 832-895-9654. Okay, so again, it's 6.30 a.m. Central Time, 6.30 a.m. Central Time, 8.15 p.m. Central Time, and we're calling in from all over the nation. It's absolutely amazing. So we just thank God for what he's doing. Tori, thank you for being here with us today. That's an exciting story, and what a big heart you have. Oh, God, you know, God spoke, and you were obedient. And then when you were obedient, he poured out abundance upon you. That is so amazing. God bless you for being here. We're so thankful that you all were here and listening with us today and joining us. I'm Valerie Snee with Prayers Heard in Heaven, and this is Joan Roden with me and Tori teaching God's people to pray. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.